Southeast Radio's Business Matters with Carl Fitzpatrick. Well, Shane O'Donoghue is Ireland's leading goal scorer in hockey. But last year, he decided to apply his knowledge of high performance to help businesses across Ireland through his franchise, Mentally Fit. Shane joins me on the phone now to discuss the franchise in more detail. Shane, what triggered your decision to enter the business world? I suppose I spent some time over in Belgium. Uh, I was there from 2014 um, before the Olympic Games and then afterwards. And it was, it was in 2018 where I came across Mentally Fit, a uh, global performance coach uh, organisation. And just instantly I knew that was something I wanted to bring back to Ireland and felt there was going to be a nice fit um, in terms of the style of coaching, but also the kind of makeup and the kind of, I suppose, the, the, the DNA of the company really kind of kind of sparked my interest. And, uh, you know, I, I kind of saw it as a very a nice uh, seamless fit with uh, kind of returning from playing professional hockey abroad to residing back in Ireland uh, on a more permanent basis and um, yeah that's that's really where the kind of the motivation came from. So what is Mentally Fit all about? Mentally Fit is all about uh, performance coaching so it's really about kind of optimising and energising individuals, teams and organisations um, regardless of what industry they're in, what size they are or, or what their, their aspirations are. You know it's really all about kind of getting um, different individuals, teams and of course organisations from kind of point A to point B now, whether that be in leadership, uh, whether that be even in terms of wellness, uh, resilience, um, team dynamics, culture, really having to do with kind of high-performance environments. And that's really where I kind of marry my on-pitch experience with what I've learned for the various experts in Mentally Fit uh, over in Belgium and across, the, and across the world. So talk to me from a practical perspective about the services which are provided by the Mentally Fit franchise. Yeah, so we, we provide kind of we provide energizing energized experiences is probably the best way to summarize it, Carl. And we kind of vary that from from obviously individual workshops, like individual one to one sessions, uh, workshops, team workshops, and we would do half day, full day events. Obviously, pre pre the health pandemic, you know, a lot of our sessions would have been performed in person, generating the energy, reading the room. Um, you know, and identifying where the energy leaks are and identifying the, the aspects to kind of focus on, whether it be in the workshop or in the, in the half-day or full-day event. And obviously now with, with, with the health pandemic and COVID and how that kind of forced our hand to, to go online and to kind of, you know, add a string to our bow with the online offering. But the best way to summarise it is a, an energised experience that really invoke people to individual teams to kind of identify what their potential is, you know, and then we really kind of assist them with providing them with the kind of practical tools to, to help them achieving that uh, that potential, which which exists in everybody, every team, and every organisation. And of course, over the years, we have seen many performance coaching businesses being set up. But what makes Mentally Fit stand out from the crowd? I said, I think that there, there's a strong sporting connection and grounding um, in elite sports. You know, we've some of our founders and top expert coaches um, in the company for 20, 30 years who have uh, recently worked with Olympic teams, Paralympian athletes, uh, top musicians, uh, right down to artists. And I think it's it's that familiarity and that deep level understanding on a psychological level, on a wellness level, on a performance level from those kind of high-pressure and elite environments that are able to be transcended into the business world and, and those common commonalities and learnings that we've had on especially my journey as an international hockey player for 10 years in county, that we're able to apply that experience with the kind of dynamic tools and then apply it into our workshops or apply it into our half-day events or into our experiences with, with companies. And that's really how we go about 
kind of bringing around that long-term sustainable change is because we tend to roll out programs rather than kind of standalone workshops. And that's really where we see that kind of stickability. Um, but it's very much that kind of strong elite sporting DNA that kind of differentiates us. And then as a result, then it results in our, our dynamic style of coaching and workshops, which is very much uh, a little bit of preparation, but very much um, dynamic, engaging, I'm really kind of hitting on the three points. Three points. So, what process do you bring organisations through when you engage with them? So again, typically we would we would obviously have a bit of a briefing call, which would you know really be a, a kind of a data gathering session for for myself, and we identify what are the the areas that the that the client or the company want to focus on, whether it be from an L and D expert or a HR professional, or even even higher than that, and we identify exactly the. I suppose the trigger points and the focus areas that we want to direct our energy to uh, in those workshops. And, and really what we try and do, as I said, we try and put together a program that has a kind of a evolution from workshop one right through to maybe four or five or six. You know, and from there, we're really able to kind of bring our clients, uh, whether it be individuals, teams, or an organization as a whole, on a bit of a journey of kind of obviously self-discovery. But I, I'm really kind of going from, as I said, the point in which they are now and the point they want to get to and really that point that I want to get to is all about kind of high performance performing things a lot more efficiency and, effect, and, and, and effectiveness and really kind of doing it while building that kind of elite uh, high performance culture which again allows things to operate a lot more smoothly on a long term basis And Shane how scientific is your approach? Yeah quite quite scientific we would obviously have a number particularly our founders who would have done a lot of research uh, who would have done a lot of um, delivering some keynotes in uh, various kind of faculties and various universities all around the world. And we obviously have, you know, a number of our coaches who are authors who would obviously kind of uh, gather research, uh, collaborate with other experts in the area or maybe experts in different areas and produce some really top quality reads that are uh, that are very, very useful. So, uh, and of course, a number of us, including myself, will come from a psychology background. I have a master's in psychology from University of Limerick. And I kind of really use... My, my experience of that Masters, uh, along with some of the learnings I've had along the way. And, of course, that's the best way we do learn, and that's the best way we, we improve as, as individuals, never mind as, as working professionals, is that we identify what are the things that we can apply into our life. You know, great time, obviously, with January being the start of the new year, New Year's resolutions, you know, identifying things that we've learned from 2020, which has been an interesting year. So how do we bring that forward? And that's really the kind of mantra that we, uh, particularly here in Ireland, but across the global mentally fit uh, brand, we look to adopt. And Shane, throughout your own career to date, you have undoubtedly experienced the extreme highs and lows which sport can conjure up. As a result, I'm sure that you are a resilient sports person and resilience is something that businesses are finding that they need more and more in the current climate. What advice have you got for them in that regard? You know, I think the best kind of piece of advice I can give in terms of resilience is control the controllables. You know, I think it's been said a lot by different sporting experts and, and different public speakers, you know, but it is very much a mindset shift from focusing on things that we've no influence over, no way of impacting, uh, and we've no real power over, to then flipping our mind to things that we can influence and, you know, simple things like our, our effort and our focus, our, our attitude and mindset and those kind of base standards and expectations. And that all really ties in with how how we performed in 2020 in terms of uh, with our teams, with obviously with our clients, with suppliers, contractors, whatever it may be, that we, we, we've noticed and we've probably developed a new understanding of what resilience is and how important it is. Because up until 
March last year, you know, it was very much we kind of sank our spin and we kind of carried on and we rolled with the bunches. Whereas when it was when we faced adversity and we faced the ultimate resilience test with uh, with COVID nineteen, and we will continue to do so. And uh, that's really where we, you know, establish what kind of resilience we do have, but controlling those controllables and recognizing the wins is, is a big one that I keep on telling a lot of clients because in 2020, when you really, you know, take some quality time to reflect, you'll identify a number of individual and team wins that just bring around a great sense of pride and belonging and showing that we've been triumphant in a year which has been extremely challenging. And as regular listeners to the show will know, I'm a strong advocate for franchising in Ireland. But have you tapped into international network which a franchise provides and how has this benefited you in the early stages of the business? One of the probably the, the biggest USP that we have is obviously we are a global performance coaching brand uh, and, and organisation. Um, but of, of course, due to the, the pandemic, you know, a lot of those global clients um, you know, have almost kind of been reduced to local local areas such as Amsterdam and Brussels and Antwerp and, and various other places across Europe um, and also in Vietnam. You know, so it's been a little bit tricky, and it's something that we were kind of maybe hoping to see, to see more of in terms of, um, said the kind of USB is that we have all these global clients, that we have a number of active sessions and active regions um, across the world, and um, with our various expert coaches. And unfortunately, due to, I think a lot of business will be able to uh, relate to this is that you know I think even looking back at last March, uh, March and April in particular, it was a lot of firefighting going on by companies and uh, obviously putting staff on furlough and uh, and of course you know cutting budgets drastically and you know trying and even right down to the simplest form of getting people set up at home um so of course it kind of really was a very challenging year to start a franchise um you know but we've been quite happy with how we've done and of course I think in time we will begin to uh, see some of our, our old global uh, accounts really been activated in, in more regions than a few uh, and, and of course we have some exciting ones lined up now that we're due to start the next couple of weeks which again we can access to different uh, different tools different experiences, different cultures, different coaches um, but it's, it's certainly a big opportunity for 2021 And of course Shane, Mentally Fit is a business to business service provider so have you leaned on LinkedIn as a way to access that market? Yeah absolutely Garl, yeah, we've, um, LinkedIn will be our main source of in terms of networking, marketing, advertising, and you know we've we've received fantastic support by uh, by a, a number of people, obviously in our personal networks, but also in the network that we form now with with all of our clients since we started back in kind of March, April last year, and, and really like like LinkedIn, as we all know, is a fantastic uh, networking tool, you know, and it's a really you know efficient way of connecting with the right people, you know, but also. Also, getting out some some small nuggets of information that can really help people, and especially in the year which uh, everything was moved to online. You know, there's a lot of eyes on it, and there was a lot of a uh, lot of traffic, and and certainly a lot more than usual. I think from there, it really allowed us to take advantage of that opportunity to really dish out some small nuggets of information without giving away too much. But that really, above all, kind of acted as a bit of a support mechanism for people who were working, people who were maybe seeking jobs people who maybe unfortunately were let go due to the pandemic and really just offer them a bit of a bit of hope, a bit of positivity and more importantly a bit of energy to to kind of motivate themselves and to really kind of pick themselves up whatever whatever was facing and whatever challenge was in their way. And uh, and I think that's really the, the joy of LinkedIn is that it's used by so many. Um, and I think it can be very, very uh, versatile in terms of how you use it. And Shane, with regard to those companies that you've engaged with so far, what were the challenges that they were looking for assistance with? I think I think the biggest one was 
was resilience, you know, how do we how do we go about taking steps in the right direction? How do we get on that road to resilience was really a loss and was, was definitely the and um, I thought the most talked about and most of our discussions with clients, of course, obviously remote leadership was obviously a big one in terms of how do the top quality leaders of twenty twenty, you know, going in twenty twenty would have had their, their particular leadership style, their their way of leading their teams, their way of communicating, engaging, interacting, you know, and that all changed drastically. You know, I think, you know, those two topics, I think remote leadership was something that was uh, of interest to a number of clients and how do they engage their teams? How do they, how do they kind of reduce the quantity of the Zoom calls and team calls every week and really produce a high quality and just to ensure people are staying connected and, and more so on a human level rather than just on a business level. And Shane, what is your plan for the business in 2021 and what are you hoping to achieve this year? Well, I think first and foremost is certainly going to build on the, the trust and relationship that we have formed with a number of uh, number of clients here in Ireland. We've obviously uh, made it a big focus to form some some healthy partnerships, which we uh, we which we are glad to have in place now, and and hopefully will uh, will come to fruit in the next uh, in the next couple of months, uh, especially in quarter one. You know, but I, I think really you know building on those existing relationships is really really important, and keeping those um, as well as kind of first round clients, you know, very very satisfied. Um, you know, keeping that trusting relationship going, as I said already, but also making sure that we continue to make an impact and to really kind of uh, incentivize companies, individuals, teams, leaders, CEOs to really adopt some change and to really, you know, continue doing what is working well and keep on bringing that to the forefront, bringing the wind to the forefront of the minds of all the employees, but then also identifying what can be done better. And I think that's probably in my DNA as an athlete for, for so many years is, you know, if you if you don't continually improve or you stay standing still, you know, you're going to get caught up. Well, if you've just tuned in, that was Shane O'Donoghue from Mentally Fit. And I wish him every success with growing his business in 2021. Southeast Radio's Business Matters with Carl Fitzpatrick. South.